0: Bam! Bam! Zoom! <laughs>
1: Welcome to episode forty-three of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is Orpath. Wham Bam Zoom. <laughs> hey, what's going on? How much, man? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing doing fine. Sam. Boom. Well, Who that was not the voice I was expecting, but that is awesome. <laughs> You're supposed to be. I'm Warpath. Wow, <laughs> you don't remember Warpath from the old Transformers cartoon? <laughs> like the tank. He was like, "Wham, wow, I you know. Who zoom. Was caveman, the caveman, Captain Caveman. Yeah, yeah. You, did you guys <laughs> say, <what>? Captain <laughs> Caveman. That's, that's what I thought you were. That's what I thought you were. And son, <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like
0: him. Wow, that, that my warpath sucks, and I, gotta, I just got to work on it some more.
1: <laughs> well, let's not waste any time, then. Let's talk some comics. All what are we right. talking to this week, man?
0: Transformers number 16. It's amazing. <laughs> we don't even read those books. That's a shame. We probably should pick them up. Huh. Might be pretty good. Maybe. No? Okay. All right, I'll get serious. All right, uh, my number two. Birthright number one. Oh, yeah. break it down for our boy. You know who he is? Give him a shout-out. What's his name?
1: Birthright written by Joshua Williamson and drawn by Andre Bresson.
0: Say my name, say my
1: name. <laughs> uh, it's it's freaking amazing. If you remember, we had Joshua Williamson on the show not that long ago. And he Shit told and us, spiders. <laughs> yeah, he told us a little bit about what the book was going to be. Uh, it's the story of this father and son who are out playing catch one day, and the father throws the ball into the woods, and the son goes to get it and just never returns. And during the time he's gone... He goes on this epic adventure where he has to go and fight this, you know, supreme villain in this mythical fantasy world. And during that time, the family's life kind of falls apart. Well, Josh told us on the show that at some point, you know, whenever he had fulfilled his destiny, he would come back to the family. He left out a few details. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) And those details are really important to the story and completely unexpected, especially after talking to Josh. I had no idea any of this stuff was going to happen. Uh, I absolutely love this book. It was actually my number one. Wow. Um, I, I thought it was just incredible.
0: Well, you know, it was like he wanted to say, you know, you can go off and have these adventures, but there's consequences. And in this book, you got to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, the father and the mother and the other brother you know, and the cops. So I loved the book. It was really good. There was another book that kind of got my, you know, kind of got me. My number one book, Ghosted, number 14.
1: Another Joshua That's right,
0: play. man. <laughs> Come on down, baby. You're the number one contestant.
1: I <laughs> uh, Ghost it was really good as well. If you remember, he's gone to see Trick's Sun at that magic bazaar. Yeah, and that's when everything went to hell because the everything goes show to hell up. because the bikers show up trying to get back their virgin blood candles. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> that Trick's Sun stole from them. And what kind of candles? Virgin's blood candles. I'm
0: assuming you got some of those candles in your closet.
1: You know it. that's all. (laughs) No. So uh, the bikers kidnap Trick's son. Mm -hmm. They haven't said his name. They just keep calling him Trick's son. Yes. So Jackson and his ghost, they go after him, after the bikers. And his female ghost, who's inside of him, comes out. And she's just kicking the ass of the bikers. I mean, the first one, she, like, rips him in half. The second one, she blows out his tire, so he falls off the bike and then goes after him when he's on the ground. It's pretty uh, an intense
0: scene. we got to remember, she has history with him. That's why she hates them. Right.
1: Yeah, so they, they rescue Trixon, and they think everything's hunky-dory. They take him back to his place, and then dun, dun, dun. there's uh, another surprise waiting for him. Bam, bam, zoom. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a great issue. It didn't quite meet my top three, but, uh, <gasps> yeah, I,
0: I really did enjoy it. Okay, fine. What was your top two?
1: Well, like I said before, my number one was Birthright. Gotcha. I can't even tell you how much I love that book. Mm-hmm. I loved it as much as I loved the first issue of Nailbiter. Joshua Williamson is just doing a great job, and this is such a different story. And honestly, I was surprised at how fast the kid reappeared. I thought it was going to take the whole book or multiple multiple issues before we saw the return of the kid. But it actually happened within, like, two pages. Yeah, it was, it was pretty it, they, He He very quickly explained... The falling out of the family and how the father had fallen into alcoholism And how they had gotten divorced and He, he explained so much in just those few pages I was really impressed
0: Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good, man, I'm telling you what I can't wait to see when he shows Some of the other world where the kid
1: was at Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome uh, So that was my number one My number two was a new book called Witches From <laughs> Scott Snyder and Jock Copycat <laughs> It's an interesting book There's a lot of potential there It's about these witches that live in the woods that, you know, these kind of, like, primal creatures. They're not, you know, the witches you think about for Halloween. You know, people walking around with long noses and warts and big fingernails and stuff. And the black hats flying on broomsticks and shit. (laughs) They're these, like, nature witches. They live inside of the trees in the woods. And they're a primal force for evil. And the story is about this girl who was severely bullied. And her bully happened to pick on her in these woods. And it got to the point where the bullying was so extreme and so bad that her life was basically going to be over. And then she made a wish that somebody would help her. And these witches came out of the tree and grabbed the bully and pulled her in. Through the knot hole. Through the knot hole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, was, it was gruesome. And all, all the girl could do was tell the police and her parents and the girl's parents what had happened. Of course, nobody believed her. Everybody thinks that she's a murderer, that she killed the bully, which she actually kind of intended to do. She did pull out a switchblade. So she moves to a new school to get away from all the stigma attached to what happened with that incident, and it seems like something has followed her to where she lives now, because her parents are finding all kinds of weird stuff happening around the house. They they wake up one morning, there's a deer in their bedroom, and it's, like, falling apart. It's like tongue falls out of its mouth, like some crazy shit happens. She goes to school, and she's completely ostracized, because even though she's moved away, people still kind of know what the story is with her. Except for one girl, who's completely uh, enamored with her because of what happened, And they become fast friends. But where the story is going is, is very interesting. I especially like the panel in the beginning when they were introducing the witches back in 1919. Right, yeah. That was a completely different story where this mother was going to get taken by the, the witches. And she was basically hanging upside down in a tree. And her son finds her. And she begs him to save her. And he's like, oh no, you're you're tribute to the witches. I, I'm not going to save you. And just like leaves her there to die. So... I'm really interested in seeing where this goes. There's a lot of cool stuff that Scott Snyder has planned with this, I think. Well, you know, tribute is tribute. (laughs) (laughs) That book is really
0: amazing. That is actually my pick of the week. Scott Snyder, you know, he's uh, intrigued me. uh, As I don't think I've ever mentioned to you about my history of my family and the background and how there's some crazy crap that goes in my life as well uh, because of my relatives and what they believe and what they've seen and what they claim to be. Uh, This is beyond my father or my grandfather goes further back goes on to his mother he has a section on the back of the book did you read all the way through
1: mm-hmm. where he's talking about when they used to play as kids in the woods
0: yes yeah. and they had the little meat truck and whatnot and he mm-hmm. saw his friends saw something and then he saw something well he has a place where you can write in and tell your own horror stories and there's quite a few that I actually th- I am thinking about writing into him so he you know you could have it and see if he uses it or maybe goes with it in some way along the line uh, basically as a kid I was growing up with my family had mentioned to me that my great grandmother dabbled in the brucaria yeah pretty much and apparently when she passed he passed in a horrible death Uh, stuff coming out of the skin which has never been seen you know before or whatnot so uh, I don't even like talking about it but (laughs) it's just really freaky (laughs) back in the 1900s but no it's uh, it's a pretty interesting book And being that my family comes from those dark-ass woods (laughs) in the middle of country-ass Texas, some of the stories my grandfather told me as a kid growing up scared the crap out of me. Scared the crap out of my mother. But I'm thinking about writing in. Maybe I should.
1: You should, definitely.
0: This book is really good. It's dark, sinister, I'm going to like it. All right. What was your uh, pick of the week, sir?
1: Well, my pick of the week is a little more lighthearted, actually. Really? Uh, It's a book that kind of got panned on the first issue. A lot of people didn't like it, and they kind of dropped it Mm -hmm. right away. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought I had potential, so I stuck with it. Okay. And issue three just came out. It's called Imperial. <laughs> it's written by Steven Siegel and drawn by Mark Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. It's this normal guy. Uh, he's kind of a bumbling kind of character. Doesn't really know what's going on in his life. He's very disorganized, very disheveled. And he's marrying this girl who's trying to put his life in order. And he loves her. He loves what she does for him. He loves what's going to happen with his life with her. And they're working on planning their wedding. Well, one day he's outside of his house and Imperial, who's this well-known superhero, who's basically impervious, indestructible, can fly, has heat vision, hes Superman kind of guy, comes down out of the clouds and says, you've been chosen by my crown to be my successor. And the guy is like, what are you talking about? I can't believe you're here. This is so weird. He's like, no, 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 you're, you're chosen to be my successor. You're going to be the next Imperial. You need to get rid of all this other shit in your life. You need to get rid of your girlfriend. You need to get rid of your house. You're going to replace me. He's like, I can't do that. So for the last three issues, he struggled with, does he want to be a hero? Does he want to pursue this? Or does he want to tell Imperial to go to hell (laughs) and focus on his own human life that he's been living? So the two of them are constantly going back and forth trying to teach each other things. And I mean... Imperial's a little bit creepy, a little bit stalkerish, because like sometimes he'll open the curtains and he'll just be standing outside of his house. <laughs> sometimes he'll be in the supermarket and he'll just bump into him. It seems like Imperial's stalking him a little bit. He's a looker? He, he might be a looker, I don't know. <laughs> he's got X-ray <laughs> vision, so he's probably a looker. That's nasty. But uh, in this particular issue, he kind of gives in a little bit to Imperial's prodding about learning some of the abilities. So I go out in the woods, and and Imperial says, you're not quite ready to wear my crown, but I can put it near you, and you'll be able to absorb some of its powers, and we can see if you can channel it. So he's trying to teach him how to use his heat vision at first. Well, the main character can't use the heat vision. He keeps trying, keeps trying to explain. It's actually explained very cool. He says, it's like this buildup of power, like, when I have to go to the bathroom really bad, and I let it go. That's how it's supposed to be when he releases his eye beams. And that's kind of an interesting way to explain it, I think. But he's not good at letting it go. So, if I go to the bathroom and drop a serious deuce, I'm letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of it coming out of his eyes, he basically vomits power out of his mouth every time he tries to do it. So, he keeps like throwing up on an Imperial, but it's like, you know, Cyclops laser beam blasts every time he throws up. So, Imperial's not impressed at first with his attempts, but as it goes on, he gets better and better at it. And then he decides he can actually wear the crown and see, see what it, he'll look like when he becomes Imperial. So, he puts it on him. And the main character all of a sudden gets completely ripped and he was all buff and he's wearing the outfit And he's like wow I can feel the power coursing through me and Imperial becomes this really frail old man He's like you're not ready for this This is just temporarily so you can see what it's like Well, then some crazy shit happens <laughs> I don't want to spoil everything, but it is a really cool book If you have not given it a chance or you gave it a chance you didn't like the first issue You might want to revisit it and read issue two and three because it is very funny It's very lighthearted, and I can definitely see it going some dark places in the upcoming issues. I like it. I think it's funny. Dude's talking to a crown.
0: Dude, seeing the guy is his fat ass butt naked. Dude, other young guy like, I just got totally laid. And the guy's like, I don't do that anymore. What? Never? No. No. Uh, no yet. It's pretty damn funny. It's a really good book. I liked it from book one. I really enjoy it. Please tell me it's not a miniseries. No, it's an ongoing. Okay. All right. I'm happy now. For once, you get it your way. I'm happy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you gotta put a little more emphasis on it I can't do it
1: <laughs> Wow, bam,
0: boom Yeah, you still sound like Captain King
1: <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about our sponsor Alright, if you enjoy the show and you want to help support us There's a couple ways you can do that The best way is to go to tweakedaudio.com And buy some headphones They have seven different styles and seven different colors They're amazing headphones, they're noise cancelling They have a flat cable design that doesn't tangle And the sound quality is just superb I love them yeah, they're pretty good. I enjoyed them. Can't hear the outside world.
0: Great thing when I don't hear annoying people.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of those, huh?
0: Oh, there's plenty of those.
1: <laughs> but anyways, go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL, and you'll get a third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. Hell, hell of a deal. That's
0: a hell of a deal. i got to buy some here soon. Oh, yeah. I'm buying them for
1: Christmas presents.
0: Uh, nice. <laughs> I already have some, so you can't get me for Christmas. I want money. <laughs> So, you know what, man? Since I'm in a crazy mood, I need some funny stuff. Tell me a funny story.
1: Oh, God, it's my turn. All right. Well, I don't know how funny this is, but... uh, (laughs) One time when I was probably 11 or 12 years old. Wow, that's a while back. Yeah, going back a ways. Halloween, actually. Nice. Um... You know, I, I would trick-and-treat with my friends, and we'd go around, and we'd do stuff in the neighborhood. poopy bags? No, no. I mean, we, we would get candy and um, pull pranks every once in a while. Nothing too bad. We never had anybody's house or anything like that, but we, we'd do little things. Uh-huh. Well, one year, instead of going trick-or-treating, I guess because my sister was too young or she didn't want to go out in the neighborhood or something happened. I don't remember what it was. We decided to go to Spooky Night at the Zoo or something instead. Okay. Uh, so we went to the zoo, and I was... I was a little old to be going trick-or-treating at the zoo. <laughs> like, I was still at that age where it was, like, okay to go out with your friends and do it in the neighborhood. But, like, going to the zoo was a little too childish. hmm And I was bored. Uh, I was dressed up like a vampire. I was wearing, like, this real nice cape my mom had made me and this whole outfit with a gold medallion of painted all nice. white. I mean, I, I looked pretty legit. But you're white already. I was, I was really white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were at the zoo and... and We'd been wandering around, and people kept trying to scare me, and it was, like, driving me crazy. All these idiots that worked at the park that were dressed in colorful costumes kept jumping out from behind things or, you know, like, it was intended to, like, startle little kids, but nothing for me, right? Mm -hmm. So I got fed up with it, I started getting them back. Oh, really? Like, my parents would be walking with my sisters, and I would disappear, and they didn't know where I was, but I kept catching up to them. So, like, if I walked by a, a bunch of bushes and I saw, I'd seen a woman jump out and try to scare me, I would circle back and get in the bushes behind her, and she would jump out and scare somebody, and then I would jump out and scare the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that, like, four times. Do you not get punched? <laughs> I, I didn't get punched, but it was, it was pretty funny. I got a couple shrieks... From uh, from the park entertainers, <laughs> what a bunch of pusses. <laughs> uh, I almost I almost punched somebody myself though at the very end. The very last place we went, there was another guy dressed up like a vampire, and he actually got me because I didn't see him. He was dressed all in black, so like I didn't see his cape or anything. He had like that purple velvet on the inside, and he jumped out like right in front of me. I like ran, smack face into into him, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Could have been the real deal, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I had uh, broke out the mirror and see better reflection. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe so, man. <laughs> Taking some tips. His costume was was more legit than mine. Mine nice. was mine was pretty serious for you know handmade costume. You know, at that age. Look at you, cosplaying nerd. <laughs> <From> <laughs> young age. Now I'm a cosplayer. <laughs> I'm OG cosplayer. OG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's that's a good Halloween funny story. That's
0: I don't that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty damn funny
1: actually you have any funny Halloween stories? Well, let's see here. I don't know how funny it's going to be, but, uh, you know, me and
0: my cousin, we would do the trick-or-treat thing, and, you know, the scaring of the kids is really fun, and, you know, it's something you go through. Well, this kind of ties in with how creepy my family's background is. So, my uncle had this big-ass pine tree He grew up, grew up in the back of his yard, and, you know, I told you how I like to climb trees and stuff, but my cousins could climb, too. Well, I got my hands on this tape. Back in the day, you know, had the tape recorders, the little thing you could play, so I got this tape, uh, Scary Halloween Noises. And I could also do some serious shrieks and some serious how. I could actually do a wolf pretty well. So we had a couple of people that were supposed to be kin to us. We really didn't like them very much. So we took some eggs with us. We climbed way in the hell up this damn pine tree. I mean way the hell up there. I mean, you're thinking house. I'm gonna try add another house level. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck were we doing up there? I don't know. <laughs> tree still stands to this day. So our skinny, dumb Mexican butts got up that tree, holding a bag or whatever we have with eggs, tape player, hugging the tree one arm and holding this and waiting. And the wind is blowing too, and it's covered with with everything. So it's not. So if you we can blend in if you sit right. So we're kind of like on the tree where people can see us, and people come back and they hit the tape and you're like. Rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> and then you're like <laughs> people, what's going on, mommy? <laughs> oh, come here. Come here. <laughs> you know, make a noise like that and then throw an egg or something close by. It was anywhere. It would hit in the grass, not on the road where they could see what it was. And my cousins were throwing, like, little rocks, little pebbles whatever, and they're just, like, peppering people. Dude, seriously. And there's one big one of the guys we didn't like. Oh, who's doing that, man? I'm a to kick there. I'm going to do he kept this. You can do kept The tree started swearing really bad after a while, so you he start hearing real shrieks from us. They're like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm gonna die! <laughs> like They're up in the tree, They're up in the tree. I was like, "Quick, blend, blend." <laughs> Waiting like, ah, you know, just do some screaming, shit. you know, this stupid shit. The messed up part was on the way down. The wind really picked up, so we we're about almost roof level of the house, and kind of slipped, and kind of landed on the tree branch a little the wrong way, <laughs> and you get a little
1: high voice, you know. And, and you're really shrieked.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't too bad. I kind of. I kind of landed a kind of a safe way. I, mean, I felt the pain. Don't, don't let me wrong.
1: You threw some more eggs.
0: Yes. <laughs> but it was so cool because scaring the children, you know. But, like, the best costume is, like, when you get in a wolf costume or you get in some kind of a creature costume, you sit in a chair, and the kids come up and you're just like... Burr move your head slowly or some shit like that, that's pretty cool. Because when I took my kids trick-or-treating some damn fool on the bench, moved his head, I jumped by 10 feet backwards. <laughs> like, that's,
1: what the hell? <laughs> that's my dad. He dresses up like a scarecrow every year. He gets big, this big flannel shirt, mm-hmm. and he stuffs it with straw. He's wearing these big, like, scarecrow gloves and overalls. And he'll put on, like, a scarecrow, like, burlap sack mask and a hat. And he'll sit nice. somewhere. He'll stand somewhere. And he'll be perfectly still until kids come up. And then he'll move. But he'll, he won't just, like, move. He'll be, like, like <laughs> really, really <laughs> pronounced. I mean, we've had kids, like, scream and just take off running the other direction. I mean, yeah, we saw all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Well, my wife
0: bought me a uh, ghost face scarecrow killer thing. It's, like, you got the ghost face, but it's, like, he's wearing, like, a scarecrow type thing, so it hangs over the ghost face, so you don't really see the ghost face too much. You see, like, the white, but you see it barely see it through the, uh, through the mesh that looks like scarecrow. And you have this, like, hanging out the thing, but the hands are, like, black. They're like gloves with black long fingernails afterwards, so they extend out, and it's like I'm wearing a death shroud too. It's like I'm all covered, and I'm, I'm tall to begin with, yeah. so I'm like almost six foot. I'm standing here, and I just would go out trick or treat, and I just stand in the middle of the road, and people walk by, people across the street, and I just like move my head like follow them, and they're like, they get here like, That's freaking creeping me out. Like what the hell? <laughs> Some big Mexican dude. I'm gonna have to fight this thing. I don't know what the hell. Is. <laughs> that ain't funny, dude. That ain't funny. I heard a lot of that shit. Like actually, there's one people they, the, the one guy who said this ain't funny, man. You keep creeping people like that. And I just stood there still. and He kept on going. So I ran around the block, around the damn block, waiting because I knew what they were going to do. And I waited because <laughs> we were running with the person dressed as a joker and somebody else. And that dude came back out again. <laughs> and I got, and he's like, what the fuck? It <laughs> was great. It was awesome. But I would just stand there. And it was so funny. So people would walk by and I'd just be standing in a scary pose with my fingers out, extended like this. And they would literally go across the street walking and come back. Oh, it was pretty freaking hilarious. But some people, man, oh, my God, they go big. They go big! Dude had a Michael Myers, had a Freddy Krueger, had Pinhead, had like a demon looking wolf thing. That's where that demon wolf thing was at. And that fucker moved (laughs) and jumped by 10 feet backwards. Like, what the freak? (laughs) It was pretty damn good. Had like a big old mouth and a tongue hanging out and shit. Smoke and fog going everywhere else. Halloween's such a fun time. I, I used to
1: love Halloween when I was a kid.
0: Never used to be such a big puss. Stuff like that would never get me, but stuff, <laughs> I'm not ready for some of that stuff anymore. I'm not expecting it have the damn time anymore. I used to be pretty good. Oh, something's going to happen. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then, ah,
1: ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were pretty good uh, Halloween funny stories.
0: Yeah. You know, my wife is uh prankster. Oh,
1: yeah?
0: Yeah. You know I have a fear of spiders. Oh, yeah. I have a terrible fear of spiders. So she makes me go into the Home Depot with her, and uh, she'll just... Disappear and I'm not even paying attention because I like looking at the decorations. Don't get me wrong, they're kind of funny, they're kind of cool. Look at the black cat, scarecrows, the demon skulls, the, the tombstones, pushing the buttons, watching the guys, ah, <laughs> you know, things laughing. She appeared holding this gigantic freaking spider and scared the shit out of me, dude. Seriously, <laughs> I screamed like a little girl <laughs> because the way she did it, I didn't expect it to come out of nowhere and it's just like, here's in your face, like, ah, and, and I really do
1: <laughs> have phobia. And she got the reaction I was looking for when I hit the one under the desk.
0: Yes. See <laughs> Yeah. But the eyes kind of threw me off on that one and the noise. But she also bought this mechanical spider that when you walk through motion sensors, it comes down. So when you walk through and it comes down, you feel the furry legs. Dude, you're like, what the Jesus? Holy shit. <laughs> that was one of those moments. Yeah. My
1: mommy's had one of those too. She's hanging on the chandelier right above the door. So people would walk in and it would drop down. On them.
0: Where's the scary squirrels?
1: Scary squirrels. We don't need scary spiders. Scary squirrels. We have some scary rats we put out sometimes. That's nasty. <laughs> well, see, I
0: don't have a problem with rats. Rats with the glowing eyes? The red eyes or whatever? The rats no, are actually, them. they
1: look pretty demented. I mean, they're like... Really? They almost look like taxidermy rats with big, like, fangs, teeth, and, like, red eyes. Who stuffs a rat? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got this rat right here. I'm going to stuff him. <laughs> they look pretty evil.
0: That's pretty disgusting.
1: You put the tombstones out in the yard, too? Yeah, sometimes.
0: Got the fog machine?
1: No fog machine.
0: Damn, you got to get the fog machine.
1: My mom might. My mom might. She goes pretty all out on this kind of stuff. She loves Halloween. She goes big. <laughs> she goes big. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna dress up as Elvira? Probably not. Elvira? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, She's not much on the dressing up. She'll usually wear like a Halloween shirt or something. But a shirt. But she, had, she hands out candy. She doesn't. My dad's the one that that actively tries to terrify people. Like he'll go out and find the most gruesome mask he can find anywhere. <laughs> to wear <it>. I mean, <laughs> He's got a Justin mask? Oh, he's... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dresses up like me. <laughs> That's about as scary as it gets. <laughs> no, my sisters used to have uh, Girl Scout meetings at the house. And one time they had a Halloween Girl Scout meeting. He came out wearing his full costume with this hideous mask he had found. And one of the little girls took one look at him, stood up, screamed, ran out the door, and ran halfway down the road before my mom caught up <laughs> <laughs> and, and My mom had to, like, hug her and tell her it was just a mask and it was just my dad and it was going to be okay and, like, bring her back to the house. I mean, she was... <laughs> got her in a rocking chair. It's going to be okay. She was terrified. <laughs> that's
0: freaking awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Dude, okay, I totally like your father now. <laughs> but this here's to your mother. You got to go big. Lord Horsticum says, go big. Dress up as Elvira.
1: Scare people. Well, my mom, she doesn't really dress up, like I said, but she's... Uh, She's a huge decorator. I mean, Christmas, Halloween, Easter, doesn't matter what holiday it is. She's got a lot of decorations. And she That's goes, cool. She's one of those people that goes all out. That's so, cool. I mean, I haven't seen the, ha- the new house they bought with all the decorations, but I imagine it's it's pretty spectacular.
0: That'd be pretty awesome. I mean, you know, it's hard for me to buy all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, I got some spider lights, not spider excuse me, ghost lights and... Kiss lights? Kiss! You can't put kiss out on Halloween. <laughs> me, you can Kiss for Christmas. <laughs> kiss! you know get the pumpkin bags fill up with the leaves and you know got the big pumpkins with the funny faces and whatnot you know could dress up the dog as a banana or whatever the hell i want to put him in but i, I kind of like that crap you know i like to have the fog machine and make the smoke and everything else i really like taking the kids trick-or-treating because i like seeing that stuff i mean you, you go to nice little neighborhoods people are pretty well off and you see all the crazy stuff mm-hmm. and that's where i saw that one house like the entire yard One family actually does their own haunted house and you walk in, they take your name, they don't take your name, they just make sure you understand it's Halloween. You're gonna be people trying to scare you, do not punch, do not hurt, do not do anything to the people that the actors are in there. And they employ some of their friends, their kids' friends, and whatnot. And so you go through like this little maze and people jump out, try to scare the living crap out of you, grab your foot, or it's pretty interesting, and there's there's stuff in there, some of the models they like they have the guy that's chained up in the electricity thing going like You see all that crap like in like.
1: Professional haunted houses. Yeah, like
0: in the haunted house of Ripley's in freaking San Antonio. People really go out on this stuff, and I really enjoy it. Now, Christmas, I'm the same way. You know, that's really disgusting, but I love the lights. I just think it's really cool that you participate in, you have a lot of fun, you give out candy to the kids, you try to scare kids. That's what it's for. You can scare some of the adults too if you can.
1: Probably get punched in the face. (laughs) You have any movies you watch every year?
0: I'm Halloween Guy. Gotta get my Michael Myers on. The first one.
1: The original Halloween?
0: Hell yeah. That's the only way to go. That one actually kind of gets the creeps going there for a while, you know? (laughs)
1: It still, it still started you this, this long. I'm a big Michael Myers fan,
0: more than Jason, more than Freddy, more than Chucky or whatever. Uh, Mike Myers does it for me. He's just like awesome. I like seeing some of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, behave.
0: <babe. laughs> <laughs> he does it for
1: you. Huh? No, slasher
0: killer guy. Come on, man. Jason Jamie Lee Curtis. He is pretty
1: scary.
0: I mean, what else? <laughs> Ooh, nice. It's a freaking William Shatner mask. In case you people didn't know that. Oh yeah. It's great. Now that's that's the. The good one I like to watch, but it's pretty much in my house, my wife is like a what do you call those people? Is it a fan Goric or gorf? What kind of a fan do you call? There's a name for you people. you and her yeah, Like
1: we're in the same group.
0: Yeah, because both of you like she really loves horror movies, from like the top horror movies to like the Z. That's how low the damn things go. Because <laughs> you know we watch stupid horror movies, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever's showing creepy crawly freak leprechaun
1: ghoulies Uh, (laughs) the movie I watch pretty much every year is Ghostbusters I I just I love it I mean it's not really a horror movie but it's a Halloween movie for sure one or two one
0: your love is taking me high that's two (laughs) that's where the
1: statue looks (laughs) that's right (laughs) I watch both I mean Vigo's interesting it's (laughs) Vigo but yeah one for sure I know Heather really likes Beetlejuice we watch that pretty much every time. I know those aren't really horror movies. It's not the classic. Is there, are there horror movies you watch that are actually like scary to you still? Have you seen anything recently that actually like really messed with you?
0: Oh, crap. I've seen so many. I don't know. It had to be something that has some horror movies that touch into like my family background. It's the kind of crap that creeps me out. This new movie is coming out with the dolls. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Hail to the no. My daughter had those kind of dolls, and those things would freak me out, man. <laughs> I know she didn't see that movie. But, uh... The spirit type movies or the witch type movies; those are the ones that kind of creep me out the most. Uh, back in the day, is a good night for necromancy. That one, that psh, nightmares, nightmares.
1: The only, the only movie I ever saw that actually really scared me was it. Stephen King's it.
0: Got a problem with clowns? Uh, so you and my wife are the same. She can't stand clowns. Pennywise, what's wrong with you people?
1: Well, I was young, and my sisters had watched it with my mom that morning. Like they watched it at like eleven a.m. So it was fine. <laughs> I watched it at like 9 p.m., so it was midnight when it went off, and I was I was young. I was like probably 11 or 12, and I don't know, something about the combination of that clown and that spider just did something to me.
0: When it turned to the spider, that was it. Yeah. That was yeah. creepy to me.
1: That movie creeped me the hell out, and it, you know I still can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've seen a lot
0: of horror movies in my lifetime, and I like them all, but... I don't know. If I'm gonna lose my damn mind, or what it is. But the running joke in my house is now after I get finished watching the horror movies, I have to go watch like Bambi or or Jungle Book or something to kind of get my mind off of it. <laughs> That's pretty funny, right?
1: You're a Bambi lover. Oh. i knew
0: do it. Bam! Right in the head. <laughs> no, man. This stuff. Your brain is weird, man. Speaking with my PhD now. Your brain starts
1: being <laughs> <the> PhD sample. <laughs> uh, yeah, we never.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> your mind messes with you. You keep some of that crap stuck in your head, and your brain works things, and your eyes starts to see things it shouldn't see. Oh,
1: it's like the time I thought my grandmother was a Terminator, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes stuff just sticks with you if you watch it at the wrong time.
0: That's why that book, man, Witches, freaks you out, because you see trees, and you think it's a witch, and then you think it's something else, and it looks that way, and then the light appears, oh, it was nothing, and then the light goes away, like, ah, it's back! <laughs> you know, it, crap like that freaks you out. It
1: certainly can.
0: I'm telling you, but God, you know, I love Halloween. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy watching a horror movie. I'll watch whatever. My wife will put it on. I'll watch it. Some things do make me jump. Even when you know the, the part's coming, is going to get you. And I'm ready for it. It still makes me jump.
1: Like Aliens. That was my dad's favorite movie when I was a kid. We would watch Aliens every Halloween. And he was such a jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we'd be sitting on the, on the floor. We'd be laying down or something. And he would know when the scenes would come up where the alien would just like, appear. And a suspenseful moment would happen. Mm-hmm. And he would purposefully position himself. So he could, like, grab us with his hand or, like, push us or something right when that happened. And it would scare the shit out of <laughs> all of us. Every single one of us, every single year, because <laughs> I started watching that when I was, like, seven or eight. So, I mean, every single year growing up, we watched Aliens. He would get us all the time. God, it was so, it was so frustrating.
0: <laughs> Aliens is a movie with a totally different feel. It's just, I don't know, man.
1: It's intense. Yeah. It, it, it,
0: damn things coming out your chest? Mm-hmm. Face-huggers? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Would you say that before? What are they doing to you? <laughs> Face- face-huggers and chest-bursters, right?
0: <laughs> my wife's Probably my wife's favorite horror movie has to be Chucky. Has to be Chucky. Because she's got the damn doll. And she uses it to scare the boys. <laughs> and it's freaking hilarious to me. Because even to this day, they still get scared. When you turn around, you see that doll just looking right at you. It's does to make you jump and wet your pants. That never really bothered me. No, no joke? I, I had a,
1: my buddy growing up, and, and I mean, it's like basically the same kind of doll. Never
0: bothered me. I think if I like tried to jump out the woods at you or something, you might throw a punch at me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I got you really good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's always the danger now. As an adult, if you start with me, you might get hit. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> ah, <my eye. laughs> think, think twice.
0: Think twice. <laughs> Safe distance. <laughs>
1: or, or make your uh, war sound for you. <laughs>
0: Bam, bam! Boo!
1: <laughs> That's the worst ghost ever.
0: <laughs> Pretty cool. So, keeping on the Halloween theme, have you ever seen anything?
1: No, not really.
0: Ever been involved in some crazy stuff?
1: I mean, I've seen remnants of stuff. I grew up in rural Oklahoma. So, I mean, we saw dead animals and animals that have been abused. and like, There, there was a lot of people in our neighborhood or around our neighborhood that were either part of a cult or thought they were Satanists or, or something. And they would torture animals, and, like, a lot of neighborhood pets weren't missing. We'd find them strung up to trees, and, like, we'd, we'd see stuff, remnants of stuff like that. But
0: What the hell kind of neighborhood do you live in?
1: <laughs> but we never saw any of that happening. You know, of course, we never saw any real implications from that aside from the dead animals, which was bad enough. I mean, it was pretty gruesome to be walking to where your treehouse was, and you see some, like, cats hanging by their necks in, in the woods. I mean, it's pretty, pretty it was, awful. It was a
0: tough world. You just couldn't take it anymore.
1: <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's a bad joke <laughs> <laughs> sorry <I'm> bye kitties
0: <laughs> no man um, hmm. so you're going to leave all the freak show to me huh I haven't
1: seen that much stuff
0: well uh, at a local place where my uncle used to work we won't name the location where it was at uh, it was a young man me and I was a young boy me and my cousins you know we were playing around and having fun in the shop you know, and uh, we we're messing around with some big boxes. And relatives were in the back cleaning offices and doing what they would do because they got paid to clean offices, my grandparents and whatnot. And so we were in the messing around by the shop area. So it's a long corridor. You got to run this way. You got to go down something and hang a, hang a left and go down all the way down to get to the back offices. So we were by ourselves. Lights were on. It was already dark. It was maybe around nine o'clock. And so it was me and three cousins. And we were all playing these big old boxes. And then my one cousin was like, hey, why is it so cold in here now? And was, I don't know. Ah, something just touched me. What are you talking about? There's nothing in here. Then all of a sudden you hear, bam. Oh, some, some, I'm not even doing the justice. Dude, you talk about four brown guys turning white. Boxes went flying. We ran running to the back to where my uncle, my grandparents were at. Freaked us the hell out. Apparently, someone killed himself in that location, and we didn't know about it. And apparently, they found, like, some oil on the ground after everything had been cleaned but it wasn't oil and there was no way that would have appeared anywhere. It was kind of spooky as shit to, to first of all have something cold touch you and then all of a sudden something screaming you don't even know what the hell it is.
1: It was my dad. He was fucking with you. No, nice. <laughs> You bastard.
0: <laughs> but my dad has the stories that are even horrible. The old house he used to live in you, he would tell me if you could hear like barrels were rolling off the roof like freaking Donkey Kong barrels were rolling off the freaking house and hitting on the ground Like Donkey <laughs> you would hear like a barrel like if i rolled a barrel off the roof of your house you would hear it and it hit the ground you'd hit the ground and it'd make really loud noises and he goes at times the front door feel like someone was trying to come through with an axe and then once my my dad got up to go get a drink i think and my uncle was laying in bed and then he's like man get your cold hands off me what's wrong with you get away from me because we're being poor they live in the same room and my, my dad came back and said, what are you talking about i'm over here my uncle jumped like 10 feet out of the, out of the bed, and the covers had an indication like somebody an indentation like someone was still laying in the bed with them. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of freaky-deaky shit, man. And then same house. Grandparents are walking back. They have a dog. And all of a sudden, the dog just starts getting crazy, and they sit, tell the dog to go in a sick, and the dog takes off. And all of a sudden, just comes back running like a blur, yiping, like he just got in the crap beat of him. And he only took like three steps in front of him. Like they lost him in the night, and he just came back. Mm-hmm. it was really weird really weird again the background of my family being really weird and some crazy crap going on so I'm just saying there's a hell of a lot more stories than that <laughs> and some that have happened to me that I don't even know how to explain to this day I don't know man it's Halloween so I said go big <laughs> your dad is, your dad did that shit again didn't he
1: <laughs> that is the general consensus <laughs> so what you got for me next partner well let's talk a little bit of uh, comics movie and TV news okay uh, what do you want first Sex news. That's
0: not the wrong show. Okay. (laughs) All right, give me some TV news, man.
1: TV news. All right. Nicholas Agosto was cast as Two-Face in the Gotham series. Do I know this guy? Uh, The only show he's really recognized from is Masters of Sex. (laughs) You said it was the wrong show. (laughs) Maybe it's not, I guess. (laughs) Um, Apparently, he's not going to be the same age as Bruce Wayne. I mean, in most Batman literature, Bruce Wayne and Harvey Dent are relatively the same age. Right. What's going to happen, though, is he's going to be about the same age as James Gordon. Okay. So he'll be much older than Bruce. Hmm. It's kind of an interesting take.
0: You know, it's okay. They cast that guy as the Penguin. Never even heard of that guy before. He's freaking amazing. We know only person I know on that show is Gordon and the guy that plays Harvey and, of course, the person that plays Fish. Those are the only three you really know. And as far as I'm concerned, Fish and Gordon and the guy who plays Harvey—they're being out totally outdone by the no-name guy playing the Penguin.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's definitely stealing the show, and
0: it's just amazing. So hell, who knows? This guy might be awesome as Two Face. I imagine he will be. I'm down for that. That's cool. Let's bring him on, man. Come on, Gotham. <laughs> is, I think Gotham is really good. I really enjoy it.
1: I've been enjoying it so far,
0: and I'm okay with them changing things and oh, you yeah, know yeah. Batman being whatever. And these people are older. That's fine.
1: I thought the first episode was not perfect, but episode two and three have both been really good.
0: Now, we talked about this the other day, the guy wearing the damn pig mask. And you know how I feel about Professor Pig. But I tell you what, man, I got a feeling this show, if they did, they probably could pull that crap off.
1: He would be the right kind of villain to put into this kind of prequel to Batman. You know, he, he could be a villain that nobody really cares about or knows that much about. I mean, he could be somebody that actually is active. Like, the Riddler's not active yet. He's working for police department. Penguin hasn't come into his own yet. They need somebody who's going to stand out and actually accomplish something besides from Falcon.
0: I totally forgot about the Riddler because you don't really see him as much in this episode or whatnot. But when he delivers his jokes and then Gordon gets the answer, the punchline, his face, his looks, and how he does that, that shit is amazing. I'm gonna—he's another good guy. I think he's going to probably be a good actor to watch and stuff down the road. Yeah. What you got for me next, Mike?
1: You're gonna like this one since you've been doing uh, Warpath all night.
0: Bam! Bam! Zoom!
1: Apparently, there's going to be a new Transformers: Robots in Disguise reboot. Really? Yeah, starting in early 2015. It ain't Beast Wars, is it? No, no, it's actually Transformers, Robots in Disguise. Nice. The original cast of characters. Wow. Uh, it's going to be reboot starting in 2015, early 2015, on Cartoon Network.
0: No crap.
1: Yeah, I know. You, I knew you would like that. Cause You're not
0: pulling you. my crank, are
1: you? No, it's for real. No way. Yeah. Same guy's voices, maybe? Well, I don't know if it's going to be the same voice actors or not. They haven't released a whole bunch of information about it yet, but... You know, I know what a huge Transformers fan are, so I thought you'd like that news. Oh, yeah, I am. That is freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Maybe they'll redo the movie. Maybe. Maybe they'll release it on Blu-ray finally. Hell, yeah. That's definitely one I want to get.
0: Oh, man. I'm, I don't care what you say to me the rest of the night. You done made my day. <laughs> oh, Brayden's going to love this.
1: All right, let's do uh, movies then. All right, go ahead. Uh, apparently, Joaquin Phoenix is not going to play Doctor Strange in the upcoming 2016 movie. Ah. Uh, whatever talks they were in fell apart. So there's no clue who's going to play that role, but it's not going to be him. Hmm. I'm actually okay with that. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I thought there was a lot of better choices than him. Uh, He wasn't the worst choice.
0: You wanted Johnny Depp, didn't you?
1: Johnny Depp might be good in that role. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Captain Sparrow. A lot of people said John Hamm. I think he would actually be really good in that role.
0: God, let's see. Hamm's a damn good actor. I don't uh, I don't know. Who else you got?
1: Uh, The guy who played Littlefinger on Game of Thrones was actually my pick. I thought he was a real good choice.
0: Yeah, I could see him. I really could see him doing it, yeah. Oh,
1: wow. There's a lot of options.
0: So do they have anybody in the forefront they are thinking about now?
1: I, I mean, they just announced a couple days ago that Joaquin Phoenix was out of talks. So,
0: Scandal Reeves in the talks now?
1: Oh, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, mystical arts. <laughs> McConaughey? Let's hope not. <laughs> was it Snipes? No. <laughs> no probably not. <laughs> uh, apparently, just today, Entertainment Weekly announced that Marvel and Sony are in talks to come up with a shared universe for Amazing Spider-Man.
0: That's cool. That means Spider-Man will be in the other movies.
1: It's something that Marvel definitely wants. you got to. We've discussed this before. Spider-Man's a big part. And there's all that pressure they're putting on with them with Fantastic Four. Uh, I don't know how much of that is actually true. The rumors about why Marvel has canceled the, the comic book series, uh, there's some speculation they did that to try to force Sony to delay production on their movie because there would be no comic support. There'd be no toy support. And they kind of did that again with... Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, there was no toys. You remember we talked about that.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: Um, so maybe Sony's starting to realize that Marvel's not the right studio to mess with. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's the case at least. And it, I mean, I would love to see Spider-Man show up in Avengers or anywhere in that universe, honestly.
0: I mean, all they got to do is talk dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about it. You do the toys, you do the, the posters, you instantly draw in kids. Now kids take want their moms and dads to take them to see the movie. That's more money. It's all about the bills. Not Buffalo Bills, but all about the dollars. (laughs)
1: Spider-Man 2 didn't do that great in the box office. It did way worse than Amazing Spider-Man 1 did. Dude, we totally love Spider-Man 2. You know, I I think what the article I read said is that uh, it's all going to come down to how good of a job Sinister Six does. If it's a box office success, then maybe this won't happen. But if it doesn't live up to the hype, if it doesn't surpass Spider-Man 2 at least, then it's probably going to go this way where Marvel and Sony start working together.
0: Is Spider-Man going to be in the movie?
1: Like they don't release a lot of details all at once.
0: Dude, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was awesome. You and I, we both, we all saw
1: it. Except for Reiner.
0: Yeah, that was one of the biggest disappointment, but it was really good. But now, I'm hoping that they work this out, they do this. Same actor?
1: I don't. You're asking questions that are so far removed from where the discussions are at. They're just talking now. And that's just the first step towards moving it along.
0: I'm very pleased with him being Spider-Man. I really am. He's a good Spider-Man. Good call. And when he was more like Spider-Man in the second one, I, I was just like, this, this is Spider-Man. What you got next, man?
1: Comics. Uh, I got some good news and some bad news. What do you want first?
0: <sighs> Give me the bad
1: news. All new X Factor has been cancelled. It's going to end at issue number 20. Are you serious? Yeah. How is that book being cancelled? I don't know. Because is it is honestly one of my favorite Marvel titles that comes out now. I think Peter David has done a, an amazing job with it. Uh, apparently, sales are just not where they need to be in order for the book to continue. And he said that that was the same problem that the Gambit standalone series had. There just wasn't enough interest and enough sales to merit keeping the book alive. So his thought process now is that Gambit is just not a marketable character anymore. And you're not going to see him in a standalone or in a team book for a while. That's terrible. Yeah. He had the cats and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Next Factor's been great from the beginning. Yeah, I've, it's been I've a really good it. book. Yeah. I'm kind of sad it's getting canceled. But Man, tough world. Kind of excited for the the good news though. Okay, what you got? Um, so you know, there's the the Superior Spider-Man, and now there's going to be the Superior Iron Man. What's up with that? They're giving these adjectives to these characters to make them seem better than they actually are. Matt,
0: what the hell is the Superior Iron Man crap?
1: Well, it's all part of Axis. You okay. Know? You know, I'm sure we'll find out more about it in the coming weeks.
0: Yeah, since he made the you know. But this.
1: <laughs> this upcoming series that I want to talk about is called Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You did, say, you did say a while back the Squirrel Girl
0: would have won our tournament.
1: Yeah. It's written by Ryan North and drawn by Erica Henderson. It's supposed to start in January 2015. Squirrel Girl is one of the Great Lakes Avengers characters. She's not super well known, but she's beaten a lot of big baddies in the Marvel Universe. Namely? I mean, she's beaten Galactus, she's beaten Thanos, she's beaten Doctor Doom. You know, there's not a lot of people that can stand up to her. How does she do that? <laughs> her power is basically that she can talk to and control squirrels and she has a tail. You're not selling me, man. (laughs) I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with this book. I mean, a lot of the fun characters, like the second tier, third tier characters that have been getting their own series lately have been doing really well. Aside from Gambit Mm -hmm. who used to be a first tier character. I don't really know what happened to him, but a lot of the second and third tier series have been great. So I think this is going to be a really good story and I'm, I'm pretty excited to read it until you're picking it up. Oh yeah, for sure. You're picking up a squirrel girl variant. (laughs) With Deadpool? Probably not. Deadpool? Deadpool, (laughs) But I I pretty much only collect Deadpool variants. There's no reason to pick up other Squirrel Girl. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. That sounds so dirty. (laughs) Squirrel Girl.
1: (laughs) Well, we got uh, one more thing here. Okay. Uh, Something we've been talking about for a couple weeks. The giveaway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're giving away a free copy of the Undertow Volume 1 trade paperback. I'm ready to win it. Give it to me now. From Steve Orlando and Artyom Trokanov. So, anyways, I'm gonna put all the names in a random number generator and pick the winner. So, hang on one second. <laughs> all right, I have uh, rolled a random number based on our followers, and the winner is David Patterson. Loaded dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Dave the nerd, and on Twitter, he is at rev underscore draven. Really, that guy? Yeah. So, uh, Dave, get in contact with me. Send me your address, and I will get that trade paper back on the way to you.
0: You know he's a minion.
1: I know he's a minion. (laughs) He should be. He's following us. (laughs) Minion! He's (laughs) Minion8675309. What a minion. (laughs) (laughs) So, congrats, Dave. Uh, and we'll be doing a lot more giveaways, so keep listening, guys, and you know follow us on Instagram even if you're not. See, that's what I tell you, people. Hit me out at Comical Podcast 2 on Twitter,
0: become a minion, and you get a chance to win things. You see what I'm saying? It's good to be a minion.
1: It is good to be a minion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it for today, guys. I uh, just want to remind everybody, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and we need reviews, so if you enjoy the show, please go out there and leave us five-star reviews. Uh, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can find us on Twitter, I'm at Comical Podcast, Miguel's at Comical Podcast 2, and Heather's at Comical Podcast 3. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, you can go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL to get a third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. Or if you just want to donate directly, you can do that through our PayPal link to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. And we're going to tell them about your Instagram. Lastly, you can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com slash comicalpodcast. Keep listening all this month. We'll be doing more Halloween discussion, I think, because uh, we, got, we got some really great guests lined up for this month, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, should I go and tell them? Drop a little hints. Should I tell them who it is? Yeah. Number one. Big sex Coming himself. up in, in two weeks, <laughs> uh, we got Joe Keating on the show, the writer for Shudder and Tech Jacket. Hell yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. Oh, we, you know it. We have another great guest for the actual Halloween show. Which I'm super excited about, but I'm not gonna tell you guys yet. Aww. So just make sure to listen next week and you'll find out who that is. And until then, wham, bam, zoom! Keep on laughing, bitches.